good people. What up, what up? Pull up a chair and join us at the Hip Hop Round Table. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we are back again. This is Landon Hill on the mic. And I got my, my homies, my brothers with me, man. Uh, got down there. Uh, well, not down there. Up here, or what? Across here. I don't know where uh, with the relationship. I guess still down there. Technically, I guess we north or what? Don't let me. I don't know geography. But over there in Berkeley, we've got the one and only uh, Mind of Mylan, M-O-M, Mr. Mylan Drake. What's happening with you, sir? Oh, man. Uh, in these Zooms and in these streets. Well, I'm in the <laughs> building and in these, I'm in the building and in these Zooms trying to save these kids, man. Um, just uh, excited to be here, discuss uh, hip hop. I, I have literally, this This is one of those days. I'm trying to not make Thursdays the day that I over Zoom, but I today was like, Zooms, a zoomology. Zoom, was zoom, zoom, zoom. Like what? It, what? Yeah, it was zoom, <laughs> zoom, zoom, zoom. Black suits might fill the room. I don't know. It's <laughs> it's it's a lot. It's a lot going on. Um, but for the sake of the culture, you got to keep pushing. So right, I'm, I'm sorry. Doing. I'm sorry. We're adding to it, brothers. Yeah, yet mean, another zoom. Not you, right, my brother. Yeah, I, I will survive, brother. <laughs> I thought we was therapeutic around here. Not not when it's on Zoom. <laughs> he was recording on anything else. He got trauma, he got trauma from Zoom. Should have FaceTime. <laughs> and then now, literally down there in uh, in Southern California, uh, you know, it's hard to just say LA. If you if you uh, have listened to this podcast at all, you know, it's not just LA. It's Long Beach. It's Inglewood. It's what wherever Baldwin Hill. He he covers oh all goodness. ranges. Uh, the one and only. YG, a.k.a. Young Ghost, a.k.a. Young Dev in the building. What's happening with you? Man, I'm all good. First of all, I'm bringing back. We can get rid of that Young Ghost title, man. You know, you know that's all said and done with. It's a new year. You know, I, I think I'm pretty much down with that. So, yeah, we, we, we could retire it, if you will. You know, if that's a better word to use. Um, but your boy is good down here, man. Uh, like we said before, with all the uh, COVID um, things in place, um, life really didn't change for me. I'm an essential worker, unfortunately. Fortunately, you know, it's bittersweet because I'm still able to make money and uh, just kind of really feeling for everyone who's out there um, not able to. So I can't say that it's a bad thing. I'm working. Um, but yeah, man, I'm still there. I think the one thing that I can say is that. Um, I have some remote days, so, you know, that's always nice for the kids and all that. Um, but yeah, man, so not only, they was like, uh, you can get out of our building and go back to your own building. So, you know, I think I think they might have been listening to a couple episodes now <laughs> because, uh, yeah, I, all the tricks of the trade is not being learned on my remote days, you know. No, <laughs> no it's pretty much the same, though. So, uh, but things are, things are good, man. Uh, shoot, I think I'm just waiting on on the release now. You know, your boy was always coming back to the streets, but you know, young ghost can't 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 get back in the streets on this one. And I I just can't. You are literally still in the streets. It might be every other week, but you out there. I am out there, right? At I, least I am every other week. And, and I want you to know. I mean, I'm I'm going back and forth. I'm 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 still doing some late night cooking and whatnot. So I'm getting up and down, but. Uh, just know, I wasn't able to respond when you were saying it, but just know, uh, Young Ghost is not getting retired, brother. <laughs> you're, I what 
literally you are out of all of us the only person that still must be in the streets just like uh, ghost from power uh, had to be in the street couldn't <laughs> no matter what was going on pandemic or not it, i bet ghost is still out there running around so it's not retired but it's all good just own it accept it you are you are I, like I said, i'll let it be in the rafters man but i, <laughs> I just <laughs> it's, it's gonna be what it's gonna be man um but, but glad y'all are good. All seriousness, man, to, to you and all the other essential workers. Super appreciate y'all for continuing to um, to do what y'all do and, and make sure that we are able to um, be in the house safely and, and, um, and have the privileges that we have because we know without without y'all, man, like all, all hell would break loose. So thank y'all. Thank you, Dev. Thank, thank anybody else who, who listens to this who is an essential worker. Um, we we oh, really man. appreciate it. Um, so, uh, with that, y'all, let's, let's go ahead and jump into, uh, this topic today. Um, and I'm actually going to let, uh, Mylon kind of do a, a full intro and maybe just question or, or, or comment first, but, um, cause he was the one who was like, yo, it's the anniversary, got to talk about it. Now we are a little bit late installed. We, we didn't get it. We were planning to talk about it on the literal anniversary of this album um, being released. We actually didn't end up being able to, but we was like, you know what? We still gonna do it. We still gonna record. We still gonna talk about it. Um, and so uh, we're, we're just, this is just a discussion about Lauren Hill's uh, Unplugged album. Um, if you listened in the past, we have, I don't think we've ever dedicated a full episode to it, but we have definitely um, talked about uh, the album and so but but with the anniversary coming up uh, or with the anniversary passing now um, you know we we just decided let's let's go ahead and, and give it it's just due so um, Mylon again since you were the one who, who kind of was like yo we got to do this I'll, I'll let you kind of speak to anything else that that kind of took you um, there and then uh, you know we'll, we'll we'll go around after that so but but let the folks know what was going on inside the mind of Milan as, as the anniversary was approaching, as you was listening to it, whatever else, but let, let us know what's up. No doubt, no doubt. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, I think, uh, you know, Dev, <laughs> Lando was like, oh, you know, Dev taking shots, but uh, Dev was, said, was saying that kind of speak to the moment that this uh, MTV Unplugged uh, number 2.0 was released. Um, if I'm not mistaken, the very first MTV Unplugged was Maxwell, um, the mus- musical artist, uh, R&B artist. And then the word on the street was, oh, Lauren Hill is about to do it. Um, so this is 2002. Um, Lauren Hill had dropped... Um, obviously, miseducation of Lauren Hill in '98. Um, and she had been MIA, like she just dropped like a very classic one, you know, hip hop album, and nobody had seen or heard from her. And so it was this whole MTV Unplugged. And so I will even speak from my own personal mindset. It was like, okay, she's about to sing. Um, Miseducation of Lauren Hill live for this MTV Unplugged because that's what Maxwell did. He sang his, he right. you know he remi- he did a little remix of a couple of songs, but he sang the album 
that we all knew and loved. So I was like, cool, that's what Lauren's about to do. She comes out, her voice is raspy. She's got a guitar, um, an acoustic guitar. This is not, not, you know, she wasn't on her Jimi Hendrix. She had her acoustic guitar, uh, no band. And we, you know, and I think she sang the first song uh, and we were like, this is not like, what is that? Like, you know, like it was Mr. Intentional and we was like, uh, this is new music. And it was just with a guitar and it just went, it just took off from there, man. I think once you got past that first song and heard, you just knew this was something different. Um, and so I was, you know, actually getting used to, okay, all right, cool. You know, by halfway through, you're like, all right, cool. I see what we're doing. She's singing, but then she started singing and rapping. And I think what moved me or what really sets this, you know, this is actually how I do my work now. I'm actually having conversations with people now about not being so determined to put forth this perfect product. Lauren Hill was like, a, a, you know, a hip hop icon at that moment. We had, we knew she could sing. We had seen her sing in Sister Act. We've seen her sing with the Fugees. We've heard her sing on her own album. And she was here with this raspy voice. And then I think, you know, by the time you get to like track six or seven, I think she might have messed up once or twice where she, I think one time she forgot the words, like, but she didn't like say like, all right, cut, cut that. Like, don't put that in there. Like, and then the interludes are like Yoda type of conversation. Like She's like dropping jewels and being extremely transparent and honest. And it just... I just don't think, I don't believe anyone, in my personal opinion, I don't believe MTV knew what she was about to do. The audience definitely didn't know. There's no way that they right. pulled up to see more Lauren Hills, you know, perform live and thought that she was going to come out with a guitar and sing a, every song. She didn't sing one song. It's like, oh, okay, that's off the, not one. It was all brand new music. It was all um, done acoustically. She didn't have like, okay, all right, now let me bring out the band. And in my opinion, it is slept on as a hip hop album. That's another one of the reasons why I wanted to acknowledge it and give it its just due is because um, I'm willing to argue, as I've said this before, I'm willing to argue with anybody that Several of these songs, but the mystery of iniquity, in my opinion, is easily not even as arguable. No, that's one of the dopest hip hop songs I've ever heard. Like the if you just if I I have to keep saying if you just listen to what she's saying in that song, right, the lyrics yeah. to that song, yeah. bro, I've never I've never heard words, poem, hip hop song or anything put together like she's talking about the criminal system and she's using you know these political powers yeah like bro it's just amazing and i'm like do y'all know what we just watched like this (laughs) this this is amazing not only heard 
Yeah, it, it just, there's nothing else. I don't think that we can point to, you know, there's some memorable moments in hip hop. I don't know. Uh, I I do know. I'm not gonna say it's the you know because I you know it's, we we're watching the 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 last dance and I, there's constant debates about who's the greatest, which is confusing because you're watching the last dance. But um, it's kind of telling you who the greatest is already. But you're kind of confused. But that's fine. Um, uh, I don't want to say it's the greatest hip hop offering, but it's definitely one of the most transparent and vulnerable and lyrical hip-hop offerings I've ever seen and heard because there's a video that goes with it too so I saw it I saw it on MTV and then I bought the DVD or I can't remember if it was yeah I think I I think I yeah I saw it on MTV bought the DVD bought the um, CD and just I I can't put it into words. It's just one of those things that I'm glad that they recorded it because had they not, it would it wouldn't have had the same impact. Uh, I don't think I think there would have been a certain part of the impact that would have got lost in translation. And it's like oh man, listen to it. It was cool. It's like nah, bro. I don't I don't think you get it. And um, it it was is powerful. It was powerful. She had just had she just had a baby. It was it, it was just a lot of of honest it, it felt soulful um it felt if it felt like she was it honestly felt like music it was, was alive out of her yeah yeah like it was music coming out of her like she was just like she was you know people say i'm just a vessel that's what it looked like when when someone says i'm just a vessel being used like here for the culture that's what she looked like she looked like lauren hill was gone and the art and power of music was uh, was just uh, flowing through her, and it was an unbelievable uh, moment. And just wanted to tip my hat to that to that moment that happened uh, almost almost twenty years ago. Not quite, but we're we're approaching it. Yeah, that's that that I mean to me that was that was the that was the initial need. Or, or or desire of mind to to kind of like make sure we 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 tap in on it. So I guess j- just from there, um, Dev, what what's your yeah. you know on the, response on the well not initial thought. I mean obviously it came out of wild right right you know based off what Mylon was talking about just what were I guess your initial thoughts when you first heard um, first heard the album. So. Um, I guess not really history lesson, but to just go back to that time, um, that was around the time, especially, you know, like we said, Jay-Z was dropping his blueprint and all that stuff like that. So as far as my, it's interesting because, you know, I won't say it's my introduction to hip hop, but it is my initiation to um, listening to hip hop, what we call the proper way. You know what I mean? And I could, and I could shout out, early shout out my uncle cliff who been on maybe an episode or two in the past on our on our podcast uh in the very beginning um but yeah definitely being with him uh, a lot during that time in the early 2000s we was always rolling to the gym hooping running errands coming back to my grandma's house his mom and 
throughout the whole car ride. It's just different things playing. I'm talking about Wu-Tang, Nas, Method Man Red, Lauren, Jill. I, I mean, it just is both like kind of R&B and hip hop, but of course, majority hip hop, but was giving respects to the Jills and, and whatnot. Um, and so, yeah, listening to it then, I just thought it was just so um, raw and, and I guess radical in a sense, because at that time we were hearing certain sounds of the early 2000s. So to get the acoustic feel and plus already when unplugged, it was already insinuated as a live. Um, but just the way in, sh in which she um, was just performing and delivering it would just felt different. So that was that time. But now fast forwarding now re-listening again, because um, of course you listen to it just throughout the years, but really just sitting down with it especially at this age, after me being married, after graduating college, being married, having kids, you know, I went through enough to where my mindset is just kind of totally changed. Right. Um, and I'll just, I'll just kind of talk about the album in this way. So as Mylon uh, prefaced you guys already, she had a successful album with Miseducation. Everyone knows, everyone loves and just disappeared off the face of the map. So, um, and, and one of the arguments that, that I think was said by her, um, not, I don't think it was on this album, maybe it was, but even Kendrick kind of felt it and maybe quoted her on this. After that Miseducation album, she said, or, you know, at one point she had to go and do life. So for everyone expecting an album for, from her six months later, or even a year later, or even two years later, it was like, I don't even know what kind of content I can give you in a year, like, let me live my life. And so when I do give you something, it'll be powerful, it'll be complete, it'll be well-rounded, it'll have like a full circle experience. And to be honest, I think that's what this package was, was her going away, her analyzing herself. She lived a life a little bit, like you said, had a child. And um, just honestly looking at her career, um, she was successful, right? So that means she had media chasing her down now. She had all these people wanting uh, her response, wanting her to be places, be present, be vocal, and all these other things. Um, but this album, to me, felt like a live musical documentary. So imagine shooting a doc, but in album form. That's what this is just in my mind, just off top. And then she gives you these, uh, what we live in today, which wasn't really present back then, giving you these confessionals and these interludes. Like, it's just it's just really powerful how she was just delivering. Um, and, and when we say delivering, it's like the words, it's really about the words that she's saying and in, in yeah. these things and she's reflecting. Go ahead, Miley. Up. No, I'm just saying you, 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 you said something, you said three things. One, yeah. well, you said a bunch of things, but, but, but three of them are important. Uh, a only, documentary. Only three are actually important. Yeah. Only three. Yeah. You, you, you didn't pick up <laughs> a on lot it. Of it things. Like, only, you said a lot of things. Only three of them are important. It was, uh, I actually waited for the, the insult to sit in, but it didn't, but that, that, but it was actually, no, but it was, it's a genuine, like for real, real, real spit. So it's a documentary. You said she was being um, transparent in the inner interludes, and then you said three. It, it's it was it was the words, and and when you said that last thing, that's when it just kind of hit me. I I don't I don't something when I think about songs. One of the things that 
that resonates with me is that somebody had to sit down and write this. Somebody had to find or search for this word. And then they had to search for the other word that rhymed or came after it or came before it. And when you listen to those words, you're like, dude, like what kind of space were you in to put these words together? Right. Like, like this and is you know, not. And we, we're hip, we're hip hop listeners. So when we say put these words together, we're talking about the bars. We're talking about the eight bar, 16 bar, you know what I mean? And the stanzas. And, and, you know, when we, when we say words, it's just not like cat in the hat, hop, mop, jump. I'm talking about <laughs> yeah, the like, metaphor, the rhyme at the beginning of her sentence rhymes with the middle of her second sentence. And then some of the words in the first sentence rhymes with the end of the, of the second sentence. So it was just like in the way that it was constructed, like if you were to write this on paper and draw lines in between the words and color highlight the rhymed words, it looked like a painting. Like it looked like the blue is on the top right and in the middle at the bottom and the green is on the left, top left and on the bottom right. So it's just like, how are you rhyming these words in such awkward points of a syllable? And it's just amazing to witness melodically tone, tone, her tone, her pitch, her, her raspiness and her voice is so raw. Like go ahead. I don't know if you had a hammering point. As well, Milan. No, no, that was it. I mean, it, yeah. it, I, I think you, you, you just, you, you, truly nailed it. It was like, you know, it's a documentary. It's being transparent, and it's these words. Um, and Lauren Hill is, again, we haven't had that conversation, but you know, some people argue that um, Lauren Hill. I mean, the miseducation of Lauren Hill was not all written by her or solely written by her. Um, what have you, I'm not here to argue that. Um, but she, you know, you have those words, like she's still the only person that I, I think the only person in music history to use the word reciprocity in a in a lyric. Like, I don't, I don't know anybody else on the earth who's ever said reciprocity. Like who, like you could have said like, I, I give and you give me back. Like, no, nah, I'm gonna throw reciprocity right. in there. Just, uh, just figure out, and figure out a word to make it rhyme. Like, that's what I'll do what right. like so you know she's known for that in miseducation of lauren hill but here it was just like i i, I had like i said man i i hadn't seen anything like it and it, it, it was it was like watching you know wilt go for a hundred or you know kobe just He's old enough for that too no nah, <laughs> I, I didn't i didn't i didn't see that i didn't, I didn't see that um, I said it's like that. It's, it's like that. I can I can imagine it's close to it. Um, but yeah, man, I, I just I just don't think I just don't think I had it. I'm and even today. And I think you know when y'all 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 are joking like, oh man, come on, you don't like so and so. A lot of times I do silently put people's lyrics or or their albums or their you know their contribution to hip hop next to this album. I may not say it. like I'm compared to Lauryn Hill, but like. Like bro, I've I've seen what real work looks like, man. Like, and this ain't and, and a lot of times this ain't it. This ain't that. And you know, and and I think we we sell ourselves short by calling. And as Landon has, he was listening to Little Baby earlier this uh, this month. At any rate, um, yeah, these guys. Uh, I guess these are the these are the, this is the truth. 
You find he, ways. He, to, he wants to, us to be biased. That's what we can't yeah, listen to. You nothing find ways else, to huh? throw stuff in like that don't even make sense. But go ahead. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, you just you know you bring up new artists and new people and calling them artists. And this is this, this this is art. I mean, if if you're not doing this, then what are you doing? You know what I mean? Um, yeah, man. So uh, two. So think about the. So as I mentioned, the media um, pretty much demand of her. And so if she gets pushed away and goes on her own like journey, then coming back, dude, and and you kind of made me uh, uh, have an epiphany on this. It it showed us miseducation wasn't a fluke either. With just what you're saying with the reciprocity rhymes and just how it, it, this is seems to be her, her theme of just reflecting on, what she's been through, how that how that pertains to society, and then coming to the conclusion that this is how society runs, and then why society runs that way, and she's reflecting. This is 2.0 of that, you know what I mean? And then it just it just dives deeper. It even taps into, oh yeah, I want to say that. I want to say, not only, not only are you getting like you're getting more, you're getting more feelings in this adventure. Uh, that is an album. You're getting some. Yeah. You're getting some. 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 Some raw R&B. You getting some. Some rap. You getting some acapella. You getting some. Well, she will say folk song. <laughs> you getting everything out of this, and for an album, dude. Like, who can do that? She's a genre. She's a. She's a. She's a pound for pound. If this was a boxer, she's a pound for pound artist, in in that regard, and. And so I'm really saying all this to say just to add layers um, so it doesn't sound like we're just standing out here because, <clears throat> and we always kind of take it back to the, to the essence and the, and the birth of hip hop because it was about the times in New York when things were struggling and they didn't want to hear them out until we had to photograph these burning uh, apartment building projects. And right. still, and not only did they burn down to ash, but there's there's no there's no rim there's no kind of inclination that they're about to start rebuilding either. So right. here comes uh, the hip hop song, "Broken Glass" everywhere, everybody in the streets don't don't care, just don't get, like. To me, that is the essence of what hip hop is: is reflecting on your situation to bring awareness to to those who first um, have the ability to do something about it, and those who maybe not in position to do something about it, but maybe are judging a group of people or a, ge a, a geographic area, thinking that a group of people or something is a certain way because of what happened and what's being shown to them. So in order to bring a voice to the voiceless, that's hip hop. And Lauren 2002, however many years later, is pulling from what we say, what hip hop is all about. Like taking account of your life, you know, going through it, being being okay with sharing that to the world and analyzing and reflecting on how you believe the world is because of that. And that, like, I, I can't I can't get past that. Like I just, that that's why I say, and, and, and people will say, man, I don't know how you like so much conscious hip hop sometimes. I don't want to be preached to, but it's like, dude, like, and you don't know hip hop to for real at the end of the day. Like we have songs that we can party to because they did throw functions. 
and party during the beginning of hip hop. But at the end of the day, what I felt like it was for was was to get this reflection. Like what, what brought that energy? When you say that's the culture because you obviously felt something, this is the perfect example, this album. And, and it sounds like we're going in, but dude, like that's just how real and raw it is. And then let me, <laughs> I always have to throw this joke in because of Kanye West and his uh, his standard 12 track album or less. This was a double album. <laughs> this was a live, pretty much not rehearsed. Well, she probably rehearsed for the show, but I mean, you know, she this isn't in her catalog to know the lyrics like like uh, Mylon said with Maxwell of reciting your old album. This is something that maybe this was the first time it was being shared to the public and all that stuff like that. So this is how raw it is. This is how real it is. And the fact that it was able to penetrate and have such a success on people loving it like this, like it's, it's second to none, man. It's, it's really second to but none I, in certain ways. I wanna, I, wanna, I wanna point to what you were just saying though. When you watch the video, you can see and feel the energy from the crowd is like, what are we watching right now? Like, it, 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 it wasn't a like, now what the, f are we watching? It was like, dude, like, if I tell you, this is going to sound crazy, but if I tell you, like, yo, the Migos are doing an unplugged show. You're like, all right, cool, man, let's go. I can't wait. You pull up, I mean, in your mind, you're like, they need to say, uh, man, I'm excited. I'm on all the sound effects. I'm going to be hearing them live. It's about to go down. And then you get there and they're like, yeah, we wanted y'all to, you know, we wanted to do this unplugged because we're getting baptized and we are all be, you know, being, we're going to be ordained ministers. And there's no jokes. There's no ha ha. Like if you like, they had their family there and everybody's in white and they getting back like you're, so you're not like, what the, f am I watching? But you're like, yo, this is, they invited me into something. First of all, this is not what I thought I was going to get. Secondly, this is something intimate that they are allowing me to partake in. And then they're like, yo, just, I just want to explain to you like what that felt like being baptized and, you know, uh, and, and then they're sharing it. And you're like, yo, this is, this is, I mean, and so you're like twisted. Like, you're like, this is not what I expected. And you're, you're way beyond boo, sing, uh, you know, you're not, you're not on that. You're more on, yo, bro. Like, and so when somebody asks you, like, how was that Amigos concert? I, you know, it's, I, it's I can't really, I Let me throw uh, the statement in here know, real quick because it just came to mind. And it was funny because, so, you know, on Spotify and Apple Music and all that, and then Jay-Z came out with Tidal and said, the reason why we're coming out with Tidal is because we're going to have exclusive content, exclusive videos. And then we really didn't like it unless you was a Beyonce fan or something like that, because, you know, she don't share much. But Lauren Hill's album was the, will be the perfect content for what he wants to release on Tidal. You know what I mean? It's just like, this is that inside scoop content video included of you just getting some new exclusive real rap raw never expected um work from an artist in this case lauren hill but go ahead no yeah yeah you're, i mean so, it's just and, just and, and, to, and you can't really put that into words like you yeah. know for me if i saw if i 
if I was at that show, you know, that using that example of <laughs> I'm going to the Migo show and the next thing I know they're being baptized and becoming ordained ministers. Like this is not what I had in mind, but I'm, I respect the gift. I respect this gift that you're like, you, you, cause you could have did this privately. You know, you could have just dropped this album or not dropped this album. You could have said, you know what I'm going to get? I know what the people want. Like, nah, like, I, and had to be vulnerable because they could have been somebody stood up and be like, boo, we don't want to see you get baptized, bro. We want, we want that. Bring that, bring, you know, bad and bougie, you jerks. Like, you know, like we don't, we don't, you know, like right. we don't know what, but they were like, Hey man, that's a risk I'm willing to take. You know what I'm saying? I'm coming out here and I'm, I'm, I'm not going to give them bad or bougie. I'm going to give them something totally different. And that, that spiritual moment or spiritual experience, man, is, and ain't nothing else like it. Like there's, there's, there's nothing like that when it comes to music. It's kind of like I had a lot of respect for J. Cole. On, I mean, I still do. But when I saw his HBO special, it was like I respected him more because he was letting me see parts of his life, his experiences, right. his community, where he came from. And I'm hearing him talk and, and I'm hearing then I hear the song and then it's like, oh, OK, you know, it's this it's this connection that is. Um, it, it's just unheard of. And, and I think, I, you know, again, not to, I, I guess it could be, I'm trying to, I'm trying to do more praise for Lauren and less shatting on um, whack rappers. Yeah, um, we know that's hard for you. <laughs> no, it is. Like, that's why I said I'm, you know, I'm trying to make a conscious effort to, to not, to not do that. But that's what, like what I'm, this feeling that I have when I hear when I hear them say that this guy, this rapper, this group is the truth. And then I think about this album and I'm like, how are, where, how is, what are we, what are we doing? You know what I mean? And so it's like, uh, it's what not scale about are we using? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like it, it, it's, it's literally the same as like watching the last dance It's like, when okay. So you're telling me that this guy is good. So then what are we, what are we, what are you talking about with this dude? Cause this dude, they don't look alike, and then it's like, well, you got to take the the error, and then you got no, 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 no. It, it it's not that. Like, I would feel the same way if this dropped today. Um, and to me, that's just the that's just when something is dope is dope. Like, it don't matter if it dropped today or ten years ago. So yeah, see, it, that's so funny. You had the perfect uh, segue in a sense, but it's still uh, my my thing. So it's not really a segue. But you said about today all the things that she's talking about in this thing is still relevant today. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I'm talking about Unfortunately. the male-female relationship. That's what I'm saying. And it's very important. The male-female relationships, the political power, the, you know what I mean? The, some of the, some of the, I guess I'll say some of the mindsets in which some of the society, societal constructs are in place and judgment. Like, she taps into that like so if that was a lot for you for, for me to say and you to hear just go back and listen when i'm saying she's diving into that talking about the mindsets of it was almost like she's if if you're um it's almost like she's like quoting principles on the album you know what i mean of 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 america or something like that and it's just dude just get this lesson man like that's, i'm done man just that, that's my spiel landing go because it's just go listen get this work 
get inspired. Oh, that was I said you you'll get inspired from this album. You'll 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 get you'll get a little sad from this album. You know, you get you get she taps into so many emotions that I feel like most other hip hop albums can't do. You might get two emotions. You know what I mean? But she was able to um, reflect in a way that she's taking you on this emotional journey with her. You know what I mean? You 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 respecting her at one point. You you mourning at one point. Like you just you excited. You happy. You you like you rocking. You act like you want to dance at one point. Like, dude, this was a live studio album documentary. Like that's it. That's it. So. Um... <clears throat> I just been being quiet because I'm. I, I, I wanted y'all to be able to. I think the. I think the album deserves uh, all the praise y'all y'all gave it. Um, before I share my thoughts, I know people. I was not going to let Miley get away with that level of hyperbole. That <laughs> Lauren Hill's music and persona. Nothing like that was near the level of ratchet that the Migos was. <laughs> so, <laughs> although I understood what he was saying, um, the the jump <laughs> to, to baptism was, was probably not as grand as uh, as Baby's Baby said. But all that said, it was still not. It is not what you would have expected for an artist as big as Lauren Hill with the records that she sold, with the records that she made, which her records were always bombing. That's, that's, that is one of the reasons why Miseducation still stands out as one of the greatest works of all time period is because it is so raw and vulnerable and real. And so from that perspective, I don't think that was the jump, but I think the 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 place where it is, um, where it does, where it grabs you is the rawness of it all, um, and I think that is what always resonated with me. Like I'm I'm the type of person. I don't I don't. I won't say I don't like it. That's 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 definitely not true at all. As far from that, but I'm not the type of person. Like I don't, I don't rush to like. Oh, let me let me go let me go see the recording of this live performance, or oh, I got to get this live album, or you know, some people like really thrive off of that. Um, I, I'm not that type of person. Like, I much rather want to experience it live, <laughs> and then if I don't, like, you know, I mean, if if I happen to watch it, cool. There's there there may be some things like. Oh, like you, you hear about the, just the complete epicness of like the up and smoke tour. Like, all right, well, let me, let me at least see what it's about, but I'm not, you know, if something is, oh yeah, so-and-so is performing live and they, you know, are showing it on, you know, at ABC at, at 10, like, I, okay, I'm not really, even if it's ours, I'm like, I don't, I'm not necessarily like thrilled to see that. Right. Um, and so even in when I first bought this album and I had known about it, but it, I'm, and I'm not sure, but I may have to give Miley credit for being the one to like talk it up enough for me to actually go and buy it. I, I can't remember exactly what compelled me to, to finally do it. Um, and so, but I didn't, I, I didn't know what to expect either because you know, you gotta remember, I was maybe eighth or ninth grade when Lauren hit when when the album came out. Um, 
you know, I, I know obviously the, the, the big Fuji, uh, Fuji's records, you know, all the big Lauryn Hill records. Um, but to that point, I don't, yeah, I, I, I doubt I even still have like her album though. Like I'm, I'm playing it like in my, in my, uh, Walkman at the time, like I don't know, <laughs> it probably wasn't even that. Right, right. So, so to, so at the point that I bought the album, I was probably, man, it had to be almost 10 years after it came out. I had probably graduated from college already. And, um, my, and I'm listening. And at first I'm like, wait, this is, oh, this is a live album. And I'm kind of, <laughs> all right, like, I'm a, you know, like I'm gonna listen to it, but what is not what I expected. I'm again, I don't, I'm not, uh, I, I don't, I don't buy a lot of live, live records like that. Um, I think listening to, 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 um, now buying vinyl has has kind of changed that for me a little bit, but in general, I'm not again. I'm not that type of person, and so I'm like, all right, man, I'm gonna listen. Um, and then also though, it's like it's my to your point, like it's songs you don't really recognize. It's super stripped down, so I'm like, Brent, did I buy a CD or did I buy it like <laughs> like is this one of those like a demo? Oh, yeah, this is the <laughs> reference track. Like what? Like, what no. am I listening to? So like so you. So you bought the track. you bought the CD and not the DVD. Yeah, I just bought the CD. I did not buy the DVD. Wow. Okay. So this is this is an interesting experience because I, I I only experienced it from seeing it and then yeah. buying everything. Else. No. So you're I, you're talking I about actually, different. I actually, that's a big that's a big difference in order. I've seen yeah. some of it, but I haven't actually seen like beginning to end uh, the performance. But I I've, I've heard the album like that. But that was my first introduction to it. So. Um, or I mean, again, maybe minus some clips here and there, right? So I'm listening, I'm like, but the level of just, like just pure honesty and like just how authentic she was, like just kind of stripped me of of all of that. And, you know, Mylon already said it, when I got to mystery of, of iniquity, I was like, Oh, okay. I like, I'm all in. Like, I don't even, I, I, I'm this, this album stand, stand, stands up. Um, and it's one of those, like at the, at the time, uh, I was like wearing it out because it was, it's so much in that album to, you know, um, just to unpack and to unpack and to, you know, analyze and whatnot. And so at the time I was like, playing it on repeat um and i haven't and, and i and i don't as much anymore and it's not because it's not a, a, a good album by any means not because it's not a, a great album uh, you know i think there's something to be said about about replay value and whatnot but that replay value doesn't always speak to the quality of um of the music and this is one of those and this is for me is like again especially kind of getting into it now like this is the the, the highest praise i can give it I, and I hadn't even thought about it until we started thinking about or talking about doing this, um, this podcast, but, uh, or this episode rather, but um, I, I am looking forward to the day that I could listen to this on a record player, because there are certain things like, as I'm building this collection up, there, there's plenty of albums that I have that I love that like, I don't need on, on vinyl, right? Like, I mean, a lot of people don't like it. I really, really like uh, Jay-Z's In My Life Volume 1. Like, I don't need that on vinyl, though. Um, 
you know, I, there's, I, there's a lot of TI albums that I really like. I don't need it on vinyl. There's, but like, you know, The Roots, who Black Thought is, is an incredible MC. I, 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 you know, he's, he's not necessarily my top five, but he gets the respect from me all day and is one of the best that we've ever experienced. I have numerous Roots albums, uh, you know, and I, and I love the work, but their work is, to me, is meant to be listened to on vinyl like tribe called quest i want to listen to on vinyl like there's certain thing and this album is one of those like i gotta be able to just yo it's late at night everything else is tuned out and i can just sit down and really thoroughly enjoy the music and i don't say that like on no like kind of snobby music stuff but i think there's just some things that deserve to be consumed in a certain way and this is one of those albums for me um and again i hadn't even really thought about but just as we were preparing for this and as we've been talking about it um that's just another one of those where i can just sit and be in a certain space that like a lot of albums can't put me in and i don't necessarily want want to be in right but like a lot of jazz albums like i said some tribe some um like the, there, there's those types of albums that that I think just deserve that type of respect when it comes to actually playing and listening to it. And this is one of those albums. Um, and so, uh, you know, and, and, and I, you know, I struggle because it's, it's hard to even compare this to anything, man. Like, and, and when I say that, I don't, I don't mean that to sound like, oh, like, if you don't know about this, like, you ain't real, or if you ain't doing this, like, you ain't real, but, like, there are so few people who can actually bear their, their everything, like, they, like, bear their soul like that, um, and not care about what it looks like, or what it feels like, or, like, it's, you know, you, usually you would only get that type of stuff on, like, oh, yeah, this is the yeah, that's true. exclusive 20-year uh, re-release, never before heard, you know, unmixed, unmastered, like, nah, this is what, unmixed, unmastered by, by Kendrick Lamar, that's another one, this is one vinyl, but uh, <laughs> this is all another subject, but um, like, it's one of those where usually you might hear these, you, people will usually keep these for like the, uh, like for the, about this time, like, oh, we're coming up on 20 years, you know, we're going to we're going to reissue right. the Lauryn Hill miseducation and we're going to throw in, you know, two or three unreleased live audio recordings from her unplugged days that didn't make the, like, okay. Like, right. but to get a whole album of that, where it's just you, it's just a guitar. It's live. Your, you know, your voice is raspy, all of that. But it, it definitely was one of those where the, um, just the genuine approach of it made it to where those flaws were actually benefit, like 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 those flaws were actually uh, the things that made it as good as it was. Because you could, if she was up there talking about like all this stuff and all this thing, but it just sounded so perfect, like then it, then it still wouldn't have the same feeling, right? But like, yeah, that's true. To get up there and we know what your voice sounds like. We know how great you are, but like to know that you're like, you know what? I just got to give it to you how I feel it right now. And this is all stuff that I ain't really, it's not finished. 
I'm just and I'm just gonna go off the guitar riff. And then and honestly, what makes it even a little bit more special is that as far as I know, those songs were never finished. Like those are it's just right, yeah. That is it. Yeah. And that's the only but it's so beautiful time. It's the only time they were ever like she didn't like do you know, perform it there and then like re-release it, yeah, edit it, studio version. Like this is it. Like what you whatever happened that night happened that night. And yep. that was it. She just like dropped the mic and if y'all recorded it, cool. All right, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> and it kind of makes it more special. And it and it makes it again, I think it makes it that much more authentic. Um because they, I, I don't know how many artists can just do that. And I think that's also where yeah. and, and this is I guess kind of the, the question that I would love to pose to y'all, right? Cause because Mylan mentioned it, but I have a really hard time, and again, this is this is all out of the utmost respect. This is not um, in any way disrespect, but I have a really hard time just putting Lauren Hill, like saying hip hop, like putting her music in like the hip hop category. And, and what I mean by that is, and this, this is the same for for Miss Education, but especially this album. Um, and it's even deeper than like because it's singing. Like obviously, you know. Drake has done that. Fonte has done that. And like short of, um, you know, like some foreign exchange stuff, Fonte will drop an album. He may have some singing on there, but, you know, it's going with my hip hop collection. Right. Like in, in my in my CD record cases, you know, I got hip hop ones. I got some for R&B, you know, um, and usually it's it's pretty easy to say, all right, this is hip hop, it's art, whatever. There's some again like Fonte, all right, you give me one or two, but like you hip hop, bro. Like Drake, especially nowadays where the blending of like hip hop and RB is is much more like, all right, you I don't actually own any Drake records, but if I did, it would be in, in the hip hop, you know, case, but not. But with Lauren Hill, I, I put her there because obviously that's our introduction to her. I think who she is at her core is definitely hip hop, but the music that she makes is so much more than that. Like she has hip hop, she has R&B, she has neo soul, she got some pop, like it's, it's so many of these elements that blend into one and it, and none of it is fake. Like, I think that's the thing too, is like with Drake, you can tell, all right, he doing the reggaeton thing here. And again, I'm not saying any of this out of, out of hate. I'm just, this is just like kind of what I what I view is like. All right, we know this is Drake's R and B record. We know this is this is where he's gonna talk his ish his his, his hip hop record. We know this is his his uh, you know dance hall record. Like you can kind of tell, but with Lauren Hill, it's like there there's not this kind of clear divide in her music. Um, and I think that's one of the things that makes this album so special is because it had that similar to 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 what. Um, miseducation but because the music was so stripped down too but she is still singing and rapping and all this all in one song it's like how do I classify that just as hit like that's that's something more than that I think similar to if I had to compare to something today like with verses like the element and and the folks that that brought it to us is hip-hop right like Swiss Beats and, and and Timbaland like they created this. the The spirit of that is hip hop. the The folks that participate this participate in hip hop culture have been highly influenced by it. Even if you're R and B or whatever. Um, but the 
the musical genres that you're in can can kind of span, right? But it's like Lauren Hill is the same way. It's like, yeah, it's it your your core is hip hop, but it's so much more than that too. And so I guess I just say all that to to ask for y'all, and I because I think I heard Milan say it earlier, but just would love for y'all to respond to that in terms of do you kind of just say yeah no nah, this is this is a hip-hop album and this is where it stands and i'm comparing this just to other hip-hop albums or is this something i don't want to say more but is this something that's different or kind of more difficult to just label as a hip-hop record in and and, and quote-unquote compare it to the rest of the hip-hop mm-hmm. offerings that are out there um, so that, right. that, I mean, you could get yeah. this off as usual, but yeah. So, all right. So initially, I'll say this because, well, I'll first say that yes, it's not just hip hop, but it it can stand alone as 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 saying that it's hip hop. Meaning that this is this is too this is too real rap raw, and I believe her flow is just too ill. For that anytime she does spit a rhyme, you cannot not say it's hip hop. You know what I mean? So for the fact that she's so dope in the hip hop um, uh, uh, spectrum in which she performs her music, it's just straight up hip hop. Yes, she has other genres included in in her album and in and, and all her pieces of work, but when it's time to turn that hip hop hat on or flip the hip hop switch on, like it's just so hip hop that I can just say that the album itself, the whole album is hip hop, you know what I mean? And then we just talked about some of the feelings and the emotions and the essence in which you get from hearing her when she's spitting and stuff. You know, it's almost like when you want to identify an emotion like anger and, and guilt and love, when you, you can identify the emotion of hip hop <laughs> that you get from her work, especially in the tracks um, and stuff when she's rhyming. And you know, hip hop has all kind of um, background singers and stuff that sing, and I think she does that for herself. You know, so it's just like, there's so many different um, elements that are just heavy hitting that I have to call it hip hop. Now I do struggle, I struggle more um, subconsciously saying Lauren Hill is a hip hop artist. I think I'm just calling her an artist and I think when I'm sharing with others, it's interesting. When I'm sharing with others, I really don't highlight the singing as much, only because you know, when you when you listen when you when you listen to R and B and all that stuff, you kind of are interested in singing runs. I don't know much about runs and what's what's the perfect run do at the perfect time and stuff. So automatically, when reflecting on an album of Lauryn Hill, I'm probably going to speak about the hip hop elements in the album and say she has a dope voice for the other parts of the album or she is just a beautiful uh, musician when it comes to those elements of the album. But I don't have a problem saying that this is strictly hip hop um, in that regard. But I do, I do struggle with, <clears throat> I guess, and that's a good thing, I do struggle with just labeling her as hip hop, especially when it's coming in a natural conversation, so. That's interesting that you, that you say that too, like, because I, I think I actually almost flip it the other way where if you ask, I mean, so, I mean, I, I do agree with you to some extent in terms of when I'm talking about Lauren Hill, 
I still don't necessarily label her solely as a hip hop artist, but it's mm-hmm. easier for me to put her in the hip hop. Uh, if if you if you force me to draw a line, if you were like if you force me to draw a line, and I'm like, all right, I'm putting Lauren Hill with, with hip hop, right? Again, that's that's her right. introduction. You think about Fuji, yeah, she's singing on the hooks, but like she giving you straight bars on that, right? And then when it, by the time it gets to Miseducation, it's a little bit more, um, you know, less less defined. But but her her spirit to me is is, is all hip hop, right? But this yeah. album it it makes it that's probably where it becomes the most difficult for me um, to label. And again, and, and I think sometimes we just get caught up on, on making labels too, which is, I guess, part of the reason why I even asked the question. Because mm-hmm. I don't know that it's anything that needs to be labeled, but I just recognize I had that struggle with her probably more than any other artist, and especially with this album. And that's real. Um, and I think part of it maybe just because, again, these are these are these are songs that aren't even fully song, you know, in, in terms right, of what, right. what maybe the intention of them was or, or whatever the case. So, um, so, so that may be, maybe the other reason, but again, even when you think about other folks who have done unplugs, you know, those were live full performances, orchestra, you know, or not, you mm-hmm. know, orchestra, or band, you know, yeah, like, bands, you know, um, and because this isn't that it, it I think is what makes it more difficult to put a label on, but also is what makes it something greater than just a live recorded album. So that's that's right, that's right. But, but Milan, I would love to hear. I hear. Well, let, I'll jump in real quick too, um, just to hammer in my hip hop point for Lauren Hill. The fact that she doesn't even do all hip hop, and I consider her more hip hop than some other female hip hop artists. That's why it just holds uh, so true and so strong because, you know, there's a lot of female artists over time that, you know, it, it almost feels like they're just riding the wave of hip hop and, and trying to get money and saying what the people want to hear and all that stuff like that, as opposed to Lauren, who probably does, when you talk about percentages, a little more than half, you know, but less than 80% is hip hop. So she's more hip hop than a hundred percent hip hop female artists. Like that's that's just too it's too real rapper off, man. Like I can't. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. I, I, I hear you on that. Um Milo, I, I'm interested in your in your take here too. Um I'm trying to I was trying to think of I was listening to what you all were saying. Um I, I, I think Lauren Hill and using this 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 analogy is is not quite hitting home like I would want. But you know when I think of KD before he got his feelings hurt, um I just thought of him as just like a super like a dope basketball player. Like, I don't know what position that fool played. Like he 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 Buckets. He plays buckets. That's what he plays. He, <laughs> he, right. will, he will put 50 in your back pocket. That's what he plays. Like, I, I don't know what position. Now, Shaq, Wilt, Chank, Wilt, Wilt's a center. Kareem's a center. And even people like Jordan, that's a shooting guard. 
You know, like he he, he might bring the ball up a little bit, but KD can kind of do a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. a little bit of everything, and it's different than a than a than a Chris Webber who power forward center shoot you know point forward. Nah, KD is just like bro, just put him on the court. You know, it's like, much more fluid. You know what I mean? Yeah, just like just you put know. him on the court, bro. Like it just and and. You would never not call him a basketball player because, well, is he a small forward or a power forward? We need to pick one. I don't know. It doesn't matter. He's just, he's there. And the reason why I say that, that that's the type of direction that I would go in with Lauren, but the difference is you, you know, you gave the, the example of if you had to pick one, if you were forced, if you had to draw the line, you hip hop would be robbed if you just put her in the R&B side. I actually don't feel like R&B would be or neo totally soul. destroyed or no, yeah, like neo soul or R&B or um I, either one would be oh, oh no, what are we going to do without Lauren Hill? Like you'll be fine. Hip hop needs and not so much as like, you know, you know, as like she's putting all of hip hop on her back or anything like that. It's just that space. She needs to operate the space in hip hop. Erica Badu does a little bit of everything, but but Neo Soul needs Erica. That that spot needs Erica Badu. Like if we just put Erica Badu in hip hop, that's not that's not really doing her her art justice. Um, there and and I think you know the other the other way that I would explain it you know would would be in a sense of 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 Jordan. There there you know you know Landon doesn't like like this. He always believes that the next Jordan is right around the corner. Dude, I've is, never uh, said that. Sad, which is sad. <laughs> but in my in my literally opinion, never said uh, that. <laughs> opinion, um, there's there's only one. Um, there's some great basketball players. There are good basketball players, and there's basketball players that you will remember their names. Um, you know, my favorite, you know, point guard of all time, Tim Hardaway. Don't know if his name will live on forever, even though he created the crossover. But that's neither here nor there. Um, uh, but you're never gonna forget the name Michael Jordan. Like I don't, I don't think you'll ever be able to dribble a basketball and be like, wait, you never heard of Michael Jordan? <laughs> like there's all, <laughs> I don't think, I don't think anyone will ever say that. Like now, if you, if you, if you play basketball, um, I think, you know, the name Michael, like in certain areas, Michael, you, are you talking about singing Michael? Oh, there's only one. Basketball, Michael is it's only one. Boxing, Michael is only one. The, the, these are once in a lifetime individuals, and I think why it's difficult to say the same about Prince. Like he's an artist, or he was an artist. Michael Jackson was a pop artist, but but they they brought and bring so much to their crafts um, that it's just it's just difficult. That boxing that you were talking about, Landon, is just a difficult thing to just put somebody in a box because their art is so much bigger than it's is larger than life. It's grandiose. Um, 
And Lauren does that so much so as we've if we've had this conversation, she's only made one album. Yeah, one solo album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's only made one album. She's got she's she's you know did the Fuji's one solo album, and then people don't even and that's why I wanted to give this album that it's it's just dudes because no one even talks about this album. It's like oh, all she did was like she did I think she did she did two Fuji albums. Yeah, there are two, which nobody talks about yeah. the first one because yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, the score is the only one that really matters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, two Fuji, two Fuji albums, and then uh, Miseducation of Lauren Hill, and then it's like that's all she got. I'm like, ay ay ay, have you not heard of this Unplugged <laughs> album? Like, it's like like Devin said, it's a, it's a freaking two CD album that you are just. Oh yeah, you're but not even I, like. Can I, can I ask you this too, like? Uh, and sorry, I don't want to cut you off, but I, I, I am. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, is it is it surprising to you all that people don't necessarily um put this in? Uh, I, I guess I'm I'm kind of working my thoughts out too as I'm asking this, but are are you all surprised that people don't mention this in terms of her? Like either albums or body works, the way yeah, the way not at all. It's it's a live, it's a live album. It's 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 rough. Like Erica Badu has a live album which is fire, Mm -hmm. fire. Mm -hmm. I don't hear people talk about that album. Yeah, and I mean even even how much we love Jay Z's. Well, even though that was not original work because he was kind of he was just reciting his work too, but. It's a, it's a rare it's a rare occasion to to get it mentioned and and that's the I'm I'm not I'm not surprised by that now there are some rare occasions um, you know like the Marvin Gaye live at the Oakland Coliseum album I mean, song like when you hear it you like you don't, most people don't know that that's the Oakland Coliseum but when you hear it, like oh that's where that is like yes but we don't add it to his catalog of music um so my 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 you know it's a long way of saying i'm not surprised Mm. um but because it's so freaking awesome i think you people should put it in there like i feel like you need to you you need to mention it but i'm also i'm also disappointed but not surprised that i feel like i can ask 10 people on the street and I get ten people that don't even know she's that this album exists, or even I, I, she I don't exists think, right. nowadays. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Time, I, I mean, yeah, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm saying like at a level of like, not even like, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't like it, or I'm not a fan of it. Like, you don't even know it. You don't even know there's a thing. Yeah. Wait, there's a, there's an album. She she uh, unplugged. What's that? Right. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's like you. One of the things that I've said this before publicly and privately, the difference between you all, um, you all being, you know, Devin and, and Landon as, as human beings, for one, you're unique, special. And as artists or as hip hop connoisseurs or music connoisseurs, you understand that there is, in my opinion, there's a rule and responsibility for you to do your research. Those are three things. Rules, responsibility, and research all go together. Like that's there's rules to this. 
there's there's a rule to hip hop. Even if you don't like Eric B. <laughs> and Rock M, you don't have to. You, you know, might not be a fan of it. Not not the, not it doesn't in your. It's not in your rotation. You're you prefer trap music. That's what's up. <laughs> but but don't be disrespectful. You know, say you don't say Eric B is trash. You don't say Rock Eric B was a horrible DJ. Rock him is his his bars are all right. Hey man, come on, <laughs> like you know, <laughs> you know, and, and and I think that is the the space and that we have that that, that we are in. Like, there's not a bunch of Devons and Landon. I I believe you know Devon likes. To, I mean, Landon likes to believe that there's a bunch of this positive optimism. It's, He's projecting. He's projecting. I, I mean, I've never said. You're very optimistic. You're very hopeful. The world is horrible. But anyway, uh, (laughs) the world is horrible. People are horrible. They don't listen to anything. The things we do to drive a point. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. So I say that to say mainly. (laughs) (laughs) I say that to say that everybody's not doing research. And so somebody out there will quickly say two things that are false. They will say, you know. Nicki Minaj is the greatest, you know, or like I just say Megan Thee Stallion is the greatest MC, um, female rapper of all time, or she's top five. She's awesome. Cardi B's top five or whatever. One, they won't include. And again, even when you say like generational or whatever, okay, whatever. I don't agree, but I'm saying, it, it, you know, be respectful of the fact that Lauryn Hill exists. But then two, they'll also say that without knowing who 3D Nati is. So you, you haven't even done your research. Like, there's not, I don't even, I'm not being facetious. The only female rapper that 3D Not even bows down to is Lauren Hill. She's written songs. She said it publicly. Like, Lauren, you the, you are the Shiz Nae. Like, I've, I, now that says a lot. If you are a 3D Not fan, you know she doesn't, mm-hmm. she doesn't use, she's not very humble. <laughs> so, but yeah. when it comes to, her humility, she will put it in place with like, but Lauren, that's a different animal. Now, all you other chicks, anybody can get it. I'm better than all of y'all. Mm-hmm. Like that's to me, that's that's what I expect. I expect you to stand like if you're in the NBA right now, I'm the greatest player. Ain't nobody, I'm the best player in the NBA. It's like I, I heard Floyd Mayweather talking the other day saying uh, um, uh, Errol Spence was saying that he thinks you know if 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 he had if he had his if he had an opportunity he he beat Floyd and he thinks he's the greatest and somebody asked him Floyd how do you feel about that you know you he's like man that's what he's supposed to say like mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> he's supposed to be confident mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I don't care about you being confident like but don't be I'm fifty and oh my god like he didn't say this but I'm saying like you know re- respect the pedigree like I I ain't never lost I don't even, you know what losses feel like I don't mm-hmm. I don't even know what it feels like I've never lost in my life I I don't know. Tell me about it. You write me a book so I can know. He what thought he lost before. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you know, it, it's just that understanding of the rules, of of the responsibility and the research that goes into being even being a fan. Um, like I, I feel like this album requires you to know about it at a minimum, and like it disagree feel like the bars are you know i would have preferred a band that's cool but she did her she did her thing she did her thing and it's that's you know i i i you know when we are we had some more heated debates but that is where i get into it's not it's not up for opinion you know i mean like it's not a 
I, I know this is a foreign concept in this world of everybody gets an opinion, but that's it's it's just certain things, bro. Like Michael Jordan, he's one of the greatest of all time. That's not up for a pin. Like you can't have your own top five. Well, well, I like Judd Bushler. That's cool. You can <laughs> like Judd Bushler. He is not better than Michael Jordan. Like there's there's yeah, there's just certain aspects of reality that you have to grasp and i think we just get too deep we find we 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 put deep roots into freedom of choice in my opinion or well that was it like there is no that's then no come on man like what wilt scored a hundred no one's ever done it you can't score 40 and be like well that 40 is equivalent to wilt's no no isn't that you you kobe came close at 82 cute but that there wasn't a <laughs> you all I, I, I don't know why he didn't do it i think he was i think he started breaking uh i think he got tired i think i feel like he came out for a minute but if he would have stayed in <laughs> if he, he would have had a little bit more energy he might have been able to do it but yeah so so i, I say all i have to say is i'm not surprised and i think the reason why it's not considered or mentioned is twofold one it's a live album and i think that just gets um, cause I can't think of any other live album on earth that I would put like in somebody's catalog when I'm trying to convey or convince myself or others that this is, you know, this is one of the reasons why their, their catalog is so awesome. If you add this, cause even if you drop a whack live album, I don't consider, I wouldn't See, they they not as good. They got that one whack. I mean, it's live. I mean, you you just didn't you just didn't win. You just you tried something and it didn't work. Um, but I'm not surprised for that for that sense that it's live. And then the other the other on the other side of the uh, the coin is um, everybody's not landing a Devin, and they just they're not doing. They don't know the rules. They're not doing research, and they they haven't made it their responsibility to even know about. It. But that's what you know. As Devin said in the text earlier, it's like we you know. The, the, the culture needs this, and, and, and we go, we go, we brought it to you. So uh, yeah, yeah. I, I doubt very seriously. I'm. I don't want to. I don't want to brag. Um, but I doubt very seriously any other podcast on the planet is doing a dedication to this album. But that could be wrong. But I'm probably right. 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 I haven't seen it, but who knows? Could be you wrong. Could be, it could be a female podcast that knows what's up, and and has they to do. do that. You know. Uh, but it could be out there. We don't know. This ain't got nothing to do with just because she a female. Like, yeah. Either oh yeah, no, no, never. Yeah. I think he was. Just I'm just saying. I expect. Of, I expect a female to shout. Like, yeah, yeah, I expect. Like, yeah, yeah, I expect to shout out from magic. a black. But even, it, but even then, it's different. It's, it's one thing to be like, oh yeah, we shout. Like we shouted it out before, but it's different to give a whole episode like. Dedicated to like, it's, 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 it's even one thing like, oh yeah, we're gonna dedicate it to Lauren Hill. I, that has probably happened, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, to just to this particular album, I, again, I could be wrong, but I, I, I seriously doubt it, man. And uh, so to pose the question to me, I don't know, I don't know why you pose the question to me because you always try to make me go so deep. Um, first of all, I'm not surprised and will never be surprised. Um, just from learning the history of hip hop and the way it it um it reached the level of commercialization and mainstream is not designed for people to know about this album like just straight up and in saying that just made me realize why is an album like 
this accepted, praised, awarded, and and then put in some kind of hall of fame, historical, remember this for the rest of your life in other genres. But when it comes to hip hop, we sweep ours under the rug as far as a society in America, right? Because of the because the commercialization of hip hop and the mainstream um, uh, distribution of hip hop, this doesn't get the the circulation. This doesn't get the media and the in the marketing. This doesn't get the but all the real rap raw songs of other genres get the media get the listen how personal this out this track is listen how personal this album is. why we don't get that much mainstream pub when it comes to hip hop and that you know that that's amongst other things you know I um, think, but and I, why I, that is I think we what, what I feel like we've gotten better but to say like I for do. every track come on I mean for every it almost feels agenda like to not have some of your best real rap raw albums get praised in hip hop versus other genres. And so yeah, you know so, I mean? so I guess I guess that's where I'm I guess that's where I'm towing the line with this particular album. I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you in in general, although at this point, and again, I know it. Well, yeah, not to, not to spew a whole other debate that's not more held by this. So I got more to add, but go ahead if you. Make yeah, but point but just real quick, like I I think. With this in particular, and actually while we were talking, I was actually looking up, um, I was looking, when I was mentioning wanting to get this on vinyl, I started doing some research like, man, where could I find this at? And that album was actually on a list uh, of this one, this one site that sells vinyl records that was on, uh, on the top 10 list of like albums to have on, unplugged albums to have on vinyl. Um, wow. and obviously that's only one site, but I just say all that to say, I think because this isn't, I think it's different when, you know, Miley mentioned Marvin Gaye, right? When you have a song or a hit that people know, and then they hear a different version of that live, and you're like, oh man, like the way they did that, like the way, you know, there, there's, there's automatically going to be more kind of hype around it because the song itself has already resonated with people. But when you have something and you take something that people didn't know at all, and I think at, at the moment it was probably pretty big. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it was MTV. So MTV was, you know, crazy at that point. Um, oh, and by the way, I was, I was way off. They've been doing um, Unplugged since like 1989, apparently. So I was like, so this was a different season. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I didn't yeah. care about it. Like, I think like 91, they finally had like Tribe Called Quest or somebody in there and LL Cool J. But other than that, like, I didn't know nothing about it. So, yeah, yeah. Hey, I just want to throw that because he was like, yeah, it's rare. It's like, well, people was doing them, but I, I didn't know it. Uh, yeah. So, so I mean, and, and just, to, just to wrap the point up, like, but with all of those, right, I'm I'm willing to bet because I'm not as familiar with with all of them, but I'm willing to bet that most of those had pre had had songs that people already knew and then did live versions of those. And so now to your point, I think in like R and B or soul or funk or you know, probably even in rock, live live albums in general, I think tend to get more praise. Um which that's probably a whole nother conversation. But in terms of how people tend to regard, you know, uh, some of 
hip hop's kind of greatest offerings, I think a lot of those tend to get more shine than, you know, than, than not. But this, I think this album in particular is really tricky and is the reason why I even asked the question because it is so good, but it's not one of those where no, no, no song ever made it to radio. You know, it wasn't any songs that we had known of before. There was outside of MTV actually recording it and putting it out and people seeing the footage and then they come into to CD. There was no reason for people to um, like main, like the, like the super mainstream to like, oh yeah, like I heard that on, on, you know, 98.3, you know, the, the beat, like that's, that is typically what takes that to the next level. And this album didn't do that. And I'm not saying that that's right, but I'm just saying, I think that's what makes it more tricky um, than anything else. But I mean, keep going, Deb, but that, yeah. when you were saying that, that's kind of what I was, that's where I'm trying to kind of sort Right. Yeah, just to rewind um, back a little bit um, when mentioning um, if it was, and I'll just make the statement, if it was more normalized for, like I said, those more personal raw albums to be praised and awarded, then even for something like this, which is even more um, kind of like raw and and, and uh, kind of like unmastered and, and no studio polishing whatsoever, it opens the lane for this to be put up against as well because it's just even more raw. Like to me, I feel like it, it and, and, and what you're speaking to is a structure that kind of binds and restricts the art of hip hop. You know what I mean? Like that, that it's an art, you know what I mean? Like how can you put boundaries on an art and say that, well, you know, this is that type of album that, you know, probably wouldn't because it doesn't typically come. Well, what's the typical is the structure that has been created for us to judge these albums. We should just be judging music, regardless of how it comes out of someone's mouth. You know, if somebody decided to do an acapella album, well, we can't put it up for, for the best hip hop album of that year because he didn't have any production on it. Like, I don't believe in that. If somebody was able to just come out and do that, like, think about the Dougie Fresh days. What if they didn't have any equipment and you just had some dude doing beatboxing, but he made the, and, and it's two people, one beatboxing, one rapping, and they made the best album we've heard in 10 years. We can't put that up because, oh yeah, nah, you didn't use any uh, DAW system and uh, yeah, no, um, there's nothing on here that, you know, no man, like this is art. If any kind of tone or pitch come out of your mouth, this is music. And if you rapping, it's hip hop, and depending on what you're rapping about, it'll be raw. And I mean, like, it'll be dope. I and mean, raw could be used in so many different words. <laughs> it'll be dope. Um, yeah, man. So I, I had to say that. And then, uh, yeah, man. And just kind of going further, um, she, and what, to me, what kind of even puts it over the top is like, I don't even think, maybe at that, to that, to that time, you know, someone in the hip hop game, but uh, she really showcased an artist getting in, getting successful, getting big, understanding the pressures and uh, and kind of reacting to it, stepping away from, from the industry, coming back and reflecting. I think that's the first time like she really shows you what an artist deals with. She shows you why an artist can be pushed away from the artist, from the uh, industry. And then she showed you how to deal with those pressures because she came back in such a level of peace, like Mylan can probably attest to on the on the DVD. 
she felt like she was probably in such a bliss at that time and no one would think that to say is probably just for that moment because <laughs> we've seen what's happened since then but yeah exactly yeah just in that moment just in that moment, in that moment. <laughs> <laughs> but you know to me i felt like you know and we all know the whole thing about dave Chappelle leaving the show and, and and not taking a deal for a new season running off to africa and then he came back and did an interview as well speaking on it to me, that's what this was. And I don't think anybody in hip hop has ever done that. You know what I mean? Like she really just, she really just portrayed a Dave Chappelle moment like that in hip hop. Like, it's almost like you get, you get, you get a, a you get a TV one unsung episode. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, that's when you get this, you know what I mean? She did this in the midst of her career. And that, I think that's just kind of highlighting. And it may not seem like a lot, but it's just the perspective of it and the fact that it's, it's rare that a hip-hop artist would do this. And it almost seems like hip-hop artists don't have the opportunity to do this. It's almost like, well, dang, why he do that? It's almost like a career killer, which, which in a sense, it felt like it was for, for Lauren, not this album per se, but it almost felt like this is my goodbye or something like that in a sense. Cause like Dave Chappelle never went, came back and did the interview and then started doing the show again. Did so Lauren, nor, Lauren really never dived right back into it heavy again. But the fact that she was doing that, I kind of just compared it to two. And I think that's dope for hip hop to say that Lauren did that, like kind of gave a Dave Chappelle experience in, in the, in the, um, in the industry that is hip hop on the mainstream level. Do you think that, um, I mean, when you said that, and at the risk of, cause it's 2020, uh, <laughs> people will, who could may argue this, but I'm, I'm acknowledging that I'm, that I'm doing it. Uh, we've been, we've been giving so much praise to Lauren Hill, but we, I'm, I'm going to interject a, a male here, uh, in, <laughs> in comparison, but do, do you think that, um, Kendrick did that to some extent when, I mean, and Kendrick tends to get really quiet between albums. He tends not to, to, to do a whole lot. He may do some features here and there. But when you were talking, that kind of reminded me of uh, between Good Kid, Mad City, and To Pimp a Butterfly. Oh, okay. Um, from the sense that, again, I think he did some features, but still, he he definitely took his time in terms of any of his new music, um, any features that he did even was still really kind of, you know, uh, there weren't many. Um, And then when he came out again, it was completely different from Good Kid, Mad City. A lot of folks were kind of thrown off by the sound. Um, There was a lot of kind of introspection in terms of kind of what he was dealing with and struggling with in the industry. Um, having mm-hmm. to go to Africa in order to kind of get some realization, all those types of things. Um, and then he dropped it and then went silent again until he dropped down. Um, mm-hmm. And so, I mean, somewhere in there, I think maybe right before, I can't remember, I think maybe it was right before Tip of Butterfly. Yeah, he, he dropped the control version or something. But like, you know, again, he tends to kind of go radio so as he's been now. But as we, I, I think he's gearing up for another you know, release and we, we don't know what's going to happen. But when you were talking, especially with To Pimp a Butterfly, much more kind of jazzy, earthy right. sound, 
folks not really knowing that what what he what he showcased and wasn't what was expected, um, although it was still obviously a full production, um, but then also kind of very introspective and that type of thing. That to me is probably, and I think J. Cole has done this to some extent, maybe with, um, and I know it wasn't as, as highly regarded, but um, For Your Eyes Only, to some extent, oh, like he was kind of, but, but, but I think To Pimp a Butterfly is probably the one thing within hip hop that I could probably put closest to this, but obviously no, you were right compare in from from the standpoint of I mean it's me and a guitar and there's nothing else, you know, which again, I mean you can argue, you know, the being able to have all these different elements kind of drive the feeling and the emotion too on the on one end, but then on the other end when it's just you and it's just a guitar and you standing up in front of people, you you, you gotta bear your soul. Um, but yeah, just as you were talking, I, I don't, I mean, I don't want to be yeah. rambling, but as you were talking, that, that's kind of what came to mind and it's probably the closest thing that I think I've seen to somebody doing what, what more like this. Huh? Yeah. No, that's a good point. I'm glad you even, uh, thought about that and brought that up. Cause that's part of which part of the reasons why I like, uh, to film a butterfly that much is because yeah, you know, people might be off put by the sound and, and some of the, the, the influences in which, you know, of the genres that he loved growing up, he was, he was giving you himself in that album. Mm-hmm. But uh, definitely in speaking on, you know, some of the the conflicts and struggles, uh, like you said, on the introspective portion of Kendrick, like that, that's, man, that's what you want, man. As an, as an, as a listener, as a, as a spectator, as an audience member, we always, always, always want that backstage access what's going through your mind like oh and and also i'm glad mylan's point of bringing up jordan and 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 i'll i'll even be i'll even be real i was i was probably toning down some of his greatness because of the ability of some of the players around the era that he was playing skill wise to me felt like wasn't the same as it is now but then looking at the last dance doc it was able to paint the picture for me the weight the pressure and all these other elements outside not really even outside of the court because it was all on the court as well but just some of the reasons why his greatness prevailed it it legitimized his greatness you know just kind of dealing with the circumstances he came in between eras you know what I mean? It's just it's just a lot of things that really makes it whole weight now. And that's why uh, Milo will say, so after seeing that, how could you say he's not the great? You know what I mean? So I, I, I really do. Um, and I will say that. And I think that that's what um, hip hop or anything, really, because if, if people have like movies and you want to see behind the scenes, stuff, just, that's just kind of what we what we dig for. But just to make it a point for this podcast. You know, that that is what honestly makes albums that great, at least for me, you know, you know, no one has to be the same way um, as a listener in hip hop. But I think for me, I think being able to give me that inside scoop and then I really like what you're talking about and how you articulated and portrayed it and painted it for me. That's kind of like how I gauge my greatness of your album. And so <clears throat> the fact that that's what this all was about for Lauren Hill like you know it's 
hip hop hall of fame. You know, like it, and and I like we said, we always struggle with labels as far as that because you know it, not every part of this album is hip hop, but it is so much. It is enough of hip hop to where you know I'll, I'll say hip hop hall of fame, man. Like, so, um, my I don't know if you had anything, anything else, or any other thoughts, or if we if Dev, if you had anything else that you wanted to specifically mention. Um, as it pertains to the album, I mean, I know we've been talking about it for a minute, but uh, wanted to just give y'all a chance to to kind of share anything else. No, I'll I'll kind of make my last point and um, conversation around um, what what this looks like to me. Um, even though it's a live album, it still looks like, you know, exactly what Devin, you know, you just laid, laid a lot of it out. It, it looks like um, a a part of her catalog, yes, but it's even more so a part of, of hip hop that we cannot um, allow it to just sit by the wayside and put a, put a title on it and say, well, that's a live, live album and it doesn't count. Um, there's a Michael Jackson, I, I couldn't think of it earlier, but Michael Jackson live in Tokyo um, concert is like, you know, that's the one where he's doing like Dirty Diana and got wind blowing and mm -hmm. like the whole the whole situation was like, man, you, you can't, this is it, which was a concert that never officially happened, but turned into a movie. Oh, and it was like, that's, that's the last thing that we have from him. And you can't be like, and I don't watch that why? Because it wasn't even a live concert. Where, show me where the concert was. Like, what? Like, no, that's not how it works. Um, and I say that to say, in my wrapping, in my closing thoughts is, we need to do better, as Devin pointed out, to how we um, document our, our, our artists and our great ones. As we're doing this with, the, with Lauren Hill, I like to... We, I know we said something, we mentioned something, and I, we may end up doing going back and doing a, an actual complete podcast on it. But I just want to acknowledge Fred the Godson again, um, who kind of falls in that category of, can you point, can I point to one album where Fred the Godson is like, that's a classic hip hop album. I can point to something that I like because I just, I just like Fred. Um, R.I.P. <clears throat> But I can point to some of his freestyles that are like that's not on an album, but that needs to be documented in uh, our mm -hmm. and, and, and recorded as like, yo, that was a dope moment, bro. Like when he went up to sweat. Yeah, it's got to it's got to be in there. Like yo, when he went up to sway or when he went to you know flex and he just like killed it. Like what album is that on? I don't know, but it doesn't matter. It still needs to be respected and honored in our space. So. Um, yeah, I think I think you all raised a lot of points. Um, this wasn't, you know, unfortunately for those who like to listen to us and hear um, a lot of uh, Landon's high pitched voice because he's disagreeing when I'm correct. Uh, you didn't get a lot of that today. You didn't get a lot of that today. You know what? You know what's um, funny? I was thinking that I was like, I think maybe between between the the Jill Scott, Erica Badu versus and now talking about Lauren Hill, like something about like these these type of ladies in, in music just tend to bring the, the mm -hmm. calm over everything. Godmother, Ooh, man. This whole, this whole podcast, yeah. we've been real just 
chill and smooth. It's got to be something. Yeah, we good. used like with the with the um with the verses we were doing like you know keeping track and be like what who won I don't know. I, man I I not one time I don't know who right I, winners <laughs> like I'm just watching these cats I'm just watching these queens play like I'm not winners whatever yeah, I don't know there there was no yeah. right. It was just yeah, going back. No, they were just going back and forth. Um, even, though Eric, <laughs> even though even though Eric about won. But let um so oh. what what for the record, uh I, I just I just think that's important, man. I, I think we we miss out when we try to box our our artists in or box them out and you know say that Fred Fred the Godson's, you know, freestyles don't really count to make him one of, you know, he's one of the his bars are his there will i i can safely say that i don't know if we'll get like some of the metaphors that fred has dropped ever like like what i got the perfect analogy like wait what like where did you get that from i was listening to one and i i swear bro he said like a quadruple entendre and i was like I was literally, I was like, bro, I only got three. I was like, I don't know. What's going on. So either he's playing me or he is like the smartest human being on earth. Cause I, I don't, I can't. I mean, I was, I lit, I paused it and was literally thinking, like, what's all the, okay, all right, I'm at three, maybe that's a two and a half, three, maybe. I, I can't get to, I was like, I can't get to. Wait, am I, the, am I the, am I the, am I the, am I the, like, oh, snap, I'm the, like, <laughs> I, I don't know if I ever told y'all a real quick story, but um, one of my favorite movies is Seven um, with Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman. I went to go see it at the movie theater. I'm not making this up. Went to go see it at the movie theater. Got to the end. I'm not going to spoil it. Well, F it. If you haven't seen it, you're your jerk. You should have seen it by now. Like, what What happened? It came out in like 96 or something. I don't know. Um, seen it in the movies. Gets to the last one killed that is the seventh sin they go back and forth to do a little bit more movie goes off i'm not making this up dude gets up what the f- that's only six i want my money back <laughs> wow <laughs> he was <laughs> he was literally hot he was really hot like and it was like my guy that was this that that was the seventh one right there bro like <laughs> And that's maybe what Fred was doing. It was like one of those, like, that's only three. Wait a minute. I'm the fourth. Holy <laughs> moly. Yeah, so, yeah. uh, that could be anything. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm again, just there's, there's space. There's space. We got to make space and a place for, for our art. And I think Deb touched on it. And I think this is, that's what this podcast was. It was like, if, if nobody else is going to honor this, um, this masterpiece, this moment in time, give it as just do. Give it as just do. That is, that is all. Those are my my my, my, uh, yeah. my my last my last words. Or what do we call it at the end? Shout shout outs. Shouting out, friend, no, godson. Like, yeah, right. whatever it is. That's your what it is. Up. Like, okay. Wrap up all of that. Bang bang. Your final thoughts. Yeah. But uh, just to just to comment on on the Fred the Godson man, R.I.P. Once again, and like we said really need uh you know a, a real top billboard prominent album from the guy but the analogy i thought about at the time especially come on now when we talk about the double entendres the metaphors 
man, and thinking about when we used to watch the M1 mixtapes and just the whole street ball industry, it was like we was watching the, one of the best dribblers in the game. And then he will be, he will be a, one of the mixtapes and that they're playing against somebody. And he did a move that no one ever saw before. And you're like, how the heck did he, he did an in and out. It looked like he carried, but and then he just left the dude. Like that's Fred the guy, son. You know what I mean? Like when you hear names like, um, like dribble machine or something like, it's just like when they have a specific set skill that they just raw in and on the N1 hip hop realm, or I mean in the N1 uh, mixtape uh, street basketball realm, like Fred the Godson was one of them characters that you just couldn't fool with him when it came to dribbling. You can't fool with him when it comes to the bars. Like that's it's just simple as that. So that's that. Um, back to the back to the final thoughts. Um, I feel like I said a lot that would be concluding anyway, but uh, just to hammer it all in, like you said, man, this is just, uh, we're paying homage. You know what I mean? We, we're we recognizing and giving it is just due. You know, um, I think even to the point of people respecting Lauren Hill, but I almost want to say that we're painting and giving you details as to why Lauren Hill has the respect she has. You know what I mean? Like, we could even say it's because of this album, but then we have to talk about this album and all the different perspectives we got from it that makes it the weight that we just talked about as well, that puts the weight on this album and her as an artist. You know what I mean? Like she only had one album, like you said, outside of Fuji's with Miseducation. So in no one's right mind, we would think that Lauren Hill needs that much respect and that's what it feels like, like a swept under the rug moment, but no. Uh, concluding the thoughts, this is the reason why we're doing this. And and Lauren is one, Mylon will say, the best female hip hop artist <laughs> to ever step foot on, on this dirt. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah, man, just uh, wanted to make sure that y'all got some of this. I hope as listeners, you go back and listen to this now, um, especially during this COVID season, you know, you sitting at home, you get to reflect. You know, we're dealing with some some um, government issues of our own. And like I said, the fact that everything she's saying in this album can still hold truth today. Um, and what she's talking about is just, it's, it's, it is unfortunate first and foremost, but at the same time, it gets you thinking. And now as a people, when listening to this, you know, you, you now have a gym. You now have something that has been inputted inside of you that might, make you think a little different or might have your mindset a little changed as you move forward in life, right? Like that's what this album was. So I just hope y'all go back and listen to it. If you know about it already and you think it's raw, go back and listen to it again. Now that you're older, you might have a different ear and you might pick up on some things that you didn't realize she said back then. Like it was so much of that happened. And I'm sure we're gonna be able to do it again when we listen to it later. Cause like, man, that's just, that's just what this was all about. So I'm glad we did this. Um, it almost felt like it was some powers against us. Cause we said we was late on recording this, <laughs> but that just mean that's how great uh, this was and why we needed to to do it and put this, I want to just say on the pedal so, so, so much because to me, that's just one of those terms that we kind of take out of context. Like this just needed to be notified. This, people just need to know about this album. Like just simple as that. So. Um, yeah, no, I, and I guess my, my final thoughts are just, um, 
you know, I, I appreciate just how vulnerable she was as an artist. I think that's something that, um, you know, uh, I wish there was more of, whether it looks exactly this way or not, just the, the vulnerability, I think is something that I always appreciate um, when I can get it in the music. It's the, it's the types of songs I tend to like best uh, or like most. Um, and so to have kind of an album full of that uh, is, uh, is really special. So um, just always appreciated that um, about both the album specifically and Lauren Hill, um, just in her, in her artistry. Um, you know, I think in, in a lot of ways, the, the, the only, maybe not the only difference, obviously it was live and in front of people, but in terms of the, the songs themselves, um, I think one was extremely stripped down and one had, you know, amazing production behind it in terms of, uh, miseducation, but Lauren just has a different way of, um, of being able to express herself and like, you know, when people say that, you know, oh yeah, yeah, my, yeah, my music is my therapy. Like, like she, music clearly, like it were, it really was for her. And I just, uh, I, I've, I've always appreciated that um, about her. Um, in terms of shout outs, uh, um, just before we get off of here. And again, I'm like real chill tonight too. I don't know, yeah, folks. Maybe I'll start burning incense in the middle of listening to this. Some I don't know. I'm like in a. I don't know. I, I think Jill Scott and Eric Badu did something. Yeah, yeah. Not to not to give them any credit. I I just been up since six o'clock. So <laughs> I'm just I'm just, just caught me. I mean, hip hop kept kept me awake, but I'm but I'm definitely tired. I mean, I'm tired too, but. But this is like, but I'm just in a chill mode. But, you know, but in the grit, to, and to, to and you know, I, another RIP. sleeping in another room, so that's a lot of that. To quote, you know, another RIP to, to quote Big L also in the moment, it's like one of his dopest freestyles at the end, he was like, I'm tired. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, that was, that was pretty good for somebody who was tired. Was he was like, because he, he, he started off, he's like, man, I'm just tired. He killed it. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I'm kind of tired, bro. You know, you know. So that I mean, that's where I get the inspiration from. You know, you got people like Big L out there, you know, dropping bars and and on on one hour sleep. That would that would be me. You know, just drop bars. Well, so, so I'm not saying I'm Big L. I'm just saying I'm Big L. You know what I mean? Like for the most part. <laughs> well, I I will say this just so we don't keep you or any of us on here too too much longer um but i and I'll, I'll admit man i'm like kind of tired as i'm not one of those people you know uh, you know i know a lot of folks been like bro 2020 can you get out of here whatever i'm usually not that person like you know like whatever time is time and you know what but but i really am at the point where i'm like bro 2020 is, is driving me there like like this is is really driving me to like there is something about whatever time span we are calling this year of 2020 AD like is uh, is it's a monster like it, it really is a monster and so because I feel like at least the last two or three podcasts if not more I had to come on here and say RIP to somebody else um, or you know I usually don't say either but you know what I'm saying like we have to we have to pay our condolences so. Um, mm-hmm. I hate to usually use these as 
quote unquote shout outs, but do want to recognize those who, uh, who have transitioned. Um, Little Richard being one of them, you know, uh, legendary uh, rock, um, black rock uh, star, um, you know, who, who, I mean, one of the most recognizable figures probably ever, um, who, who passed very recently. Andre Harrell, who we know, especially hip hop, owes just, I mean, you can't even, could not even begin to, <laughs> to, to really quantify how much uh, Andre Harrell he was in it, how much of a debt we, we owe to Andre Harrell, right? Obviously being the one who, who uh, brought the world, brought, brought Diddy the world or, or, or brought the world to Diddy, you know, whatever, <laughs> however Drake might phrase that. Uh, <laughs> um, but he, you know, passed at 50, I believe 58, if I'm not mistaken, um, which is just, you know, crazy, out of, seemingly out of nowhere. Um, and then, of course, what has been dominating the news um, is uh, is the killing and the murder of, um, of Ahmaud Arbery, um, which, I, honestly, I... I my brain is just, it, it can't really, it, it can't fully process all of that, but, um, but, but wanted to make sure that we at least acknowledged all of these, um, all of these, all of these men, um, and, and recognize that, you know, obviously, at least for the other two, they were celebrated, uh, the other two being Andre and, and, and little Richard were, had the platforms to be celebrated in, in one regard or another, um, but for um, Mount Arbery, who you know the world at large may not have known about um, until uh, until his his, his murder, um, you know, just to be able to to acknowledge them here too um, in this space um, and to uh, to say their names, let let families know that we uh, you know are recognizing them here. Uh, been praying especially for Mount Arbery's family. Um, and for honestly, for Black folks as a whole, so um, you know, we the, the fact that we got to constantly go through this is yeah. again, I don't really have a word yeah. for it. Um, yeah. And I don't want to end on like a I, I don't know. I got to find a way to end on a better note because I don't want to end on a bad note. But um, you know, I just wanted to 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 recognize all of them and make sure that we did that uh, as uh, as hip hop roundtable. So um, I guess on the lighter note uh you know one thing that I, I actually i thought two things recently one while we were talking on the podcast and we don't have to have a whole conversation about this but just to change up the subject real quick um you know we we talk about opinions a lot and we've talked about this kind of sliding scale in hip-hop a lot but this conversation also highlighted for me again there are certain people very few very few maybe only two being Lauren Hill and Andre 3000, who even their collab, even their verses on in groups outweigh full projects from most mm-hmm. artists. Uh, I think that's something to talk about. And then two, we're not gonna have it tonight. We're not gonna have it tonight. But I did see an article <laughs> that <laughs> on <laughs> where Snoop is apparently now on the billboard again for some collaboration he did with like, I don't remember exactly what music it was, I mean, what genre it was, but it was like somewhere in the Latin community 
we gotta have a conversation. Oh, no. Is a culture vulture. We just gotta have it. We're gonna have it. And I love Snoop. Oh, no, no shot. No. We're gonna have it. We're gonna we're gonna have this conversation. My diaphragm is ready to <laughs> about project the during the last during the last podcast. And uh, you know, it's, you know, Snoop went reggae. He went gospel. Now he going Latin. We, hey man, that man trying to pay his bills, man. We're gonna man have a conversation. He about went on red yeah. table talk. What do you want, Tyrese? Yeah. I'm just saying. We we one day we are gonna have that talk because. I'm telling you, don't let Snoop do some uh do some some dance hall like Drake or something like that. Oh we my don't have to have God. He gonna go country little Nas X. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We just, we but anyway, no, I'm, I'm joking, man. That's that's all I love the Snoop legend. Um man, where can you catch us? Yeah, man. Anyway, we 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 it's late. We tired, but we we wanted to make sure we we at least did this um did this uh, episode. Um, you can catch every single episode of Hip Hop Roundtable without Podbean dot com, or just head straight over to Hip Hop Roundtable dot com. Um, updates will hopefully be coming to the website again soon from what we have, but um, you can't find every single episode there, or you may be listening to this on. Uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify or watching on YouTube or wherever else you are. And if that is the case, thank you. You can continue to get the episodes there. Please, please, please make sure that you comment um, and subscribe just so that we can see who we connecting with. And the whole point of this, it's a dialogue between us, but it's really to open it up for everybody. So make sure that you subscribe. Let us know your thoughts. If we was hyping, you know, the 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 unplugged Right, so are we hype beast? Wasn't giving it enough uh, praise with some stuff that we didn't mention that we should have. What's the bit of history that maybe you know that we didn't even bring up? It makes it even 10 times greater than we know. Whatever it may be, leave us your thoughts, your comments. Otherwise, we are going to push our chairs back from the round table and then holler at y'all on the next one. Peace. Peace.